Hey everyone, and welcome back to my first season. My guest today is the first guest to return to the podcast. Why is that, you ask? Well, when I started this podcast two years ago, I needed someone to be a guinea pig of sorts because I didn't know if I had anything here. My guest graciously agreed, although I might have mentioned that if he didn't do it, then those Lindemann Island backstage photos are going to get leaked on the internet. Now, luckily, there was no need for that. I asked him back because when he did the first ever interview for my first season, I stuck to the script, meaning we only talked about his first season and none of the other 10 seasons or more that he did. And we didn't even talk about where we met. Well, we met in Lindemann Island, Australia, right there on the dock in the year 2000. Little did I know then that meeting him on that dock in beautiful Australia would lead to a 23-year friendship and growing. My guest is from Boston, Massachusetts. Fun fact about my guest, when he was in high school, he was a ball boy for the Boston Celtics and met great players such as Shaq, Michael Jordan, Robert Parrish, and Charles Barkley, to name but a few. And he also played the violin. Huh? Yeah, even I didn't know that little nugget. We'll get into that. Despite the fact that one of his favorite crazy signs is I think we're alone now by Tiffany, I am still going to bring him out here today. Everyone, please help me welcome back to my first season, the one and only, my friend, Mr. James Joker Cradle. Joker, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. You sure. <laughs> doing fun. Sorry yeah, to call you. Sorry, sorry to call you out on that uh, that Tiffany crazy sign there. But uh, yeah, no, you, had, you came had, with had, a couple of it. I wasn't ready for that. Was, that was funny. Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah, those Lindemann Island backstage photos don't don't exist. I think they're picnic photos. But anyway, I, I don't have them. Just uh, just so everyone out there. Well, I did, somebody I did, probably does. Yeah, I did. I did not blackmail blackmail Joker, but one of you might. Okay, Casper, I'm looking at you. All right. Now, uh, you ready to light this fire, sir? Uh, absolutely. Fire were, it up. Were you surprised I, I asked you back or were you like, again, what is this with this guy? Like, what did you think? <laughs> no, no, I was I mean, I, I wasn't expecting it, but, uh, you know, I know you're, uh, you're very thorough and, uh, that yeah. I hadn't, uh, we, there were a lot of things we didn't touch on, so I, I understand the reasoning behind it. Well, sure. I mean, I didn't know that my format back then, really. I So we re- literally stuck to your first season, which was at Cancun 97 with Rico Pauletti, and uh, you were Village Villaggio, or as you said in your first interview, the job so nice they named it twice, right? Indeed. Okay. So yeah, I know you spent uh, about a year in Cancun, uh, and then from Rico Pauletti, I think Kevin, that took over and then you became a set designer, which is still my favorite job you've ever had. Okay. How long were you a set, set designer? Uh, it was a short stint. So I think okay. I did maybe, I think okay. I did maybe three I or know. four months. I'm sorry. Designer. I don't know why this makes me laugh. I, I have no idea. I'm sorry. I just can't hard time picturing it because I know you mainly as land sports, right? So yeah, <laughs> not that, but you are a good, you draw, right? I mean, I, I remember you, you're a pretty good drawer, right? So I, I, I mean, I, I can doodle. Yeah, you tap into that creative side. Uh, creative side, like uh, when I was over at your place over the holidays, your mom dropped that you played the violin. So I was, I was happy to to hear that. Not happy you didn't stick with it, but I guess you had your uh, <laughs> your reasons there, right? But uh, could you play a mean violin? I I could not. I was not all that talented musically. All right. Well, again, yeah. Let's talk about what what's about. I mean, what what year were we in? Like, where you were meeting all these great basketball players? Like, is this late eighties? Like that? You uh, no, it's it's the early nineties. So I was okay. uh, I was in high school. It was my junior and senior year. So I want to say ninety two, ninety three, and then uh, yeah. So I guess ninety two, ninety three would be the. That must have been crazy uh, seeing all the. Yeah. And, you, and you said didn't Shaq used to send you to get chocolate bars or something for him? Well, he's it was once. It was it was once Shaq. Asked me to grab him a Snickers bar and uh, gave me a $20 bill. 
Did he ask for and, his change back? Please say. Well, no. no well, see, okay. that's, I don't know. That's, that's the funny part of the story. So he, he asked me to go get a Snickers bar for him. I said, all right, no problem. And then someone that was sitting across from him, and unfortunately, I can't remember the uh, the other players that were involved. But uh, someone that was sitting across from him asked me to get him a Twix with Shaq's money. So I said, okay, no problem. And Shaq said, no, <laughs> uh, don't get him that Twix. You know, give me my Snickers bar. And I said, okay, no problem. And the guy said, no, no, no. He's, you know, Shaq's just kidding. Give me the Twix. And I said, okay. And Shaq said, listen, that's my money. You know what I mean? Don't get him a Twix. I said, all right, no problem. So the other guy, you know, pulls out a 20 and he gives me, and he's like, he's like, listen, here, take my money. He's like, get him a, get him a Snickers with his, uh, with his uh, 20. Give me a Twix with my 20 and you can keep the change. And I was like, great. Okay, I'm gone. And then Shaq was like, no, 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 no. He's like, listen, give him back that 20. Here's a 50. <laughs> he's like, Take uh, give give uh get me a, a Snickers bar, and then he asked the guy that was sitting right next to him, "You want anything?" And the guy that was sitting next to him said, "Yeah, get me a Twix." He said, "All right, get him a Twix, and don't get him anything. Give him back his money." I said, "No problem." And Jack said, "Now you can keep all that change." I said, "All right, I'm out." And so as I was walking out the door, uh, Shaq yells after me. He's like, "No, nah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Get him his Twix too. So get one Snickers, two Twix. <laughs> all right." <laughs> nice okay yeah but okay. i mean you gotta think that's this is when it, this is his first season so he was like what you know like a 21 year old kid yeah with all that money and you know he's still generous because today i love watching the videos like he goes into a walmart and he just buys he'll go up to a kid and say where's your parents can i get your kid a bike and he'll buy or he'll buy an engagement ring for someone so he still you know kept that generous spirit you know even today yeah, he, was, he was he was a pretty cool cat even back then yes sir all right shall we get into some club med sir Sure. All right. So I see from set designer, you go to Archery Geo for some reason, and Watuko yeah. in 98 with Gino Andretta, Chief of Village. Now, yes. why why Archery, Joker? Uh, archery was basically where they needed me. So um, do you I know how to there. do archery? I'm sorry, before? I, I do now. I okay. didn't at the time. <laughs> it, was, it was new to me. Did you read Zen and the Art of Archery before you left for that season, or you just went there? I did not. So okay. I, I, I basically flew from Cancun to Mexico City, from Mexico City to Waltuco. And I flew to Waltuco because there were a few geos that I knew that were there. So I asked Kevin if he could if he could send me there. He and Gino Andretta had been friends in the past, so uh, Gino took me. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he didn't he didn't know what to expect. He just knew that there was an American young dude coming in. And the archery geo that was currently there was supposed to be taking over um, the Annex restaurant, managing the Annex restaurant. So they needed someone to replace it. Really? Well, yeah. That's a, that's a heck of a switch from archery to Annex restaurant. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he was an Italian guy. And I can't, unfortunately, I can't remember his name as any either. He uh, he went over, took over the Annex restaurant. I think he stayed with me for a week at archery and basically gave me the ins and outs and uh, told me how to, uh, you know, do everything I needed to do, repair arrows, uh, you know, fix the fix the bows, change the change the archery targets, whatnot. And and Waltuka was a pretty big club. I think there was I mean, I want to say there was maybe maybe ten targets. So, you know, comparatively to some of the archery uh, ranges that Club Med has, it was pretty large. Were you concerned at all that this is really the only activity that we arm the guests with weapons? <laughs> and... No. Okay. I, I wasn't. I never really thought about it like that, but I wasn't. It wasn't the worst part because I did a, believe it or not, I did a stint as an archery geo after being a chief of sport. So isn't the worst part just walking to and from the target to get the get the arrows? I mean, I was, that was I mean, the worst part for me. For me. I, 
Well, I didn't go. I didn't retrieve them for the people. The, the like, worst part for me was probably getting the, the the missed arrows that someone just shot into oblivion, and you're you know you're trying to find those, or when people shot them through the back netting, because then you had to re put new feathers on them, and that was kind of a pain. But no, I I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it for the most part. I like the adults, the kids that were doing archery. You know, sometimes I could get a little wild depending on who the uh, the mini club geo that was that was bringing them was somewhere better than others, you know, just in helping to keep the kids under or in hand, you know? So, but no, I enjoyed it. Did you have a good season there? Yeah, I did. Uh, that was the season where I met my, I my girlfriend, Barbara. So Barbara was at the time assistant gestionaire, which is basically the assistant accountant uh, for the club. And she was preparing to be promoted to be a, the full gestionaire, the head gestionaire for her next village. And yeah. so that's where I met uh, her. Yeah, and I met you and Barbara in, in Lindemann Island, uh, where yes. yeah, Barbara was the gestionnaire. Okay, so did you meet anyone else, like any other sports geos uh, that I might I might know from yeah. that season? Well, I think the you know one of the or, most well known geos that I met there for my first time was LP, who oh, was yeah. Lance, Land Sports when I first got there. And LP is an absolute legend. Um, was he still he doing was, that, memorizing the GM, G, uh, GM's names there? Yeah, and it was, just, and that was just the most unreal thing that I'd ever seen in my life. Uh, LP could just memorize, you know, an entire pool full of names in a in a couple of seconds. You know, he would go around during uh, with water aerobics. And he'd put everyone in a circle, have everyone, you know, say their names and where they were from, and LP would memorize all of them. Uh, you know, first day of the. Uh, of the of the of their vacation and he would have their names for the entire time it was incredible so lp was there uh another really well-known uh geo was um zorro he was there uh working on the beach uh mac glaude who was a, a really well-known uh flying trapeze artist was there as well so there were some pretty big uh geo names there when i when i got there now from watuko you go to chefalu and what is probably my favorite position you've ever had, because this is probably the most hilarious clubmate term <laughs> I, I ever heard of. It's called improductive, which basically means you're not productive because since Barbara got promoted to uh, gestionnaire, so there was a thing where if you were, I guess, the boyfriend or wife, husband of a chief of service, then you could take along your significant other and they don't really have to work. Correct? Am I getting this right? You are getting it right. Okay, um, so, so this sounds like the dream guess, to me. Joker in Sicily in the summer <laughs> doesn't yeah, have to work. I mean, the I mean, the caveat there is that is that at the same time, my I, I couldn't really work because there were no um the uh, oh, know, sure. contracts for American people uh, yeah. in in Chapelu. So that I, I could have been there and been au pair like when I started in Cancun and just worked, but. You know, I wouldn't have gotten paid. There would have been no perks for me. So, you know, what was the point? I did do some, you know, some little tournaments here and there. I, I helped with the volleyball tournaments. I helped out archery, you know, when they were short a person. But, you know, I couldn't really instruct an Italian. I did a little snorkeling there, but I, you know, I didn't do anything. So uh, you had an Italian girlfriend yet had not learned Italian yet, except for, I, was, I guess. I was trying. I was, I was, okay. I was working on it. You know, so, so you guys, I, I mean, so I did got, you guys, wait, wait a minute. So you guys spoke French to each other? English. Oh, English. Okay. But English, when she was mad at, I, I, when I, she was mad at you, which I assume might've happened once or twice, did she speak to you in Italian? And uh, she would fly off and whatever she, whatever came out first. I think <laughs> okay. it was probably mostly Italian. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I have a sim yeah, similar situation. Okay. Now uh, was uh, Patrick Serva. So this was summer 98. Was this his first season as chief of village? Patrick. Serva? To my knowledge, it was, I believe it okay. was. Okay. 
Yeah, because I just spent uh, 97 in Playa with him as uh, chief of sports. So uh, how, how was he? Did you get along great? Uh, fun season? Yeah, yeah. We, we got along great. He was he's super talented chief of, chief of village. He had been, uh, I guess he was chief of sports with you, but I think before that he had actually been chief of anim- animation well, or entertainment. A choreographer too, I believe. Cause yeah, we- exactly. So he was a choreographer, um, incredible dancer, really bizarrely good on ro- roller skates he could do he could dance yeah. on roller skates was... oh he loved he loved that uh club med show with the um with the roller uh roller skates what's it called again um not star mania um was it, was it starlight uh, yeah 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 that's it yeah he loved it was? That. yeah he loved that show i remember him telling so you that playa. they did that in in chefalu but the craziest thing about that was that they actually chefalu was almost kind of like an amphitheater and they created ramps where they were skating up the ramps and down the ramps up oh the amphitheater so they were they were like skating through the crowd almost it was bananas okay any wipeouts <laughs> I, i'm sure there were but okay. <laughs> that, no, okay. I, don't, I don't think anything that required a hospital visit okay got it <laughs> all right any uh any uh, before we move on to your next any uh any stories come out of this or just it was just a fun I, I, I think that the the most interesting thing that about when I was in Sicily was that was the first time anyone from my family came to visit me. So really, yeah, my brother my brother came out to Sicily and uh, which was incredibly cool. He came out to visit, and that's you know after I had been in Club Med for I guess uh, you know I guess about a year, you know, and so my family hadn't heard from me that that much at the time. No one had cell phones, so. There wasn't a whole lot of calling going on. You'd have to go to like a phone booth and or like the phone area to make a call out. And it was the, it was the whole deal. So I didn't really call anyone much. Um, but I did get in contact with my brother. He came out and visited me. And when he saw what I was doing, he saw me on stage and do it because I still was doing shows, even though I wasn't productivo. Uh, but when he saw me on stage and doing crazy signs, or whatever like that, he, when he got back home, he said to our parents, he was like, listen, you don't have to worry about Joker. He's doing all right. Like, because everyone was kind of like, <laughs> what is he doing you know he doesn't call us he doesn't talk to us he's yeah. kind of globe trotting um but then he met barbara and said yeah yeah he's doing all right don't don't feel sad for for, for joker right okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's good okay yeah <laughs> all right all right so after chuffaloo then you go to morea 98 99 season so i think you spend about a year there you wind up with uh, philippe abraham first as chief of village then teach mayor now yes. now you do have like Two two funny stories from Maria, but I I do like if you can just start with the one where I think I don't know um, were you at bar at the, at the time? Yeah, so when I first got there, I started at the bar. Okay, yeah. and some and some guy Geo made a joke to you about uh, unilingual Americans that kind of set a fire under you, right? Do you mind telling the story? Yeah, so it was, it was actually I, I think she was working reception. No, she was in bank. So it was a French girl that was in bank, and. Her joke was that, you know, if you speak three languages, what are you? You're trilingual. If you speak two languages, you're bilingual. If you speak one language, you're American. (laughs) And so that was the most infuriating thing that I had (laughs) heard in my life. And uh, so from there. But uh, you you realize, had she not said that, you know, that, uh, I mean, I'm sure she meant it as a joke, but that kind of... uh, Get, you wanted to learn French and then show her, right? Like, yeah, well, yeah, that was part of, it. yeah, that, that was that. Well, I wanted to learn more than one language. I wanted to learn a stack of languages, just yeah. to, to you know, complete. But, um, but I, you know, I would, I had actively tried to learn a bit of a time when I was in Sicily. I, I was, I spoke, you know, I, I was able to communicate. I wasn't, you know, fluent by any stretch of the imagination. And then in Tahiti, being at the bar, I think you know, it was basically fifty fifty of Americans and Europeans that were coming to. 
coming to Tahiti. So I had the chance to to really practice the French. All of the local staff is Tahitian, and they spoke both French and Tahitian. I mean, some of them spoke English as well. But the main language that was being spoken around me was mostly French, so I got a chance to to learn. Okay. And my my other favorite story, which you told me in your, your pre-interview, was you um, kind of got injured during a, a number one night, right? And um, the guests thought it was part of the show. Do you mind telling that story? Oh, yeah. So I was – we were doing – I think it was Swan, like, you know, Swan Lake or the Nutcracker. I don't know. Some, some ballet. There's a lake named nut- after me. Just kidding. Go on. Sorry. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I was, I was like the, the premier ballerina. So I, you know, I had the, the white leotard on with the tutu and the stockings. And, um, there was a, I think it was a, the chief of sports or the land sports geo at the time. I'm not sure which. You know, they did a little, a little joke where they kind of like bounce me and, you know, you jump and twiddle your feet. And they throw you off stage, but this dude like legit launched me and I slid off stage backstage and, you know, it's, you know, it's a comedy number, but I banged my head on the, uh, on the smoke machine and just like right on the corner, which is like this, this sharp metal box. And so I split my head open and I'm bleeding. So the show must go on. I kind of come back with my, you know, my hands up over my head, ballerina style and like all my tippy toes coming back out. And what I didn't realize at first is that there was blood pouring out of my head and down my white leotard. So I come back out with all this blood coming down my chest and the audience just loses it because they think that it's, you know, a makeup. They think that it's part of the show that, you know, he threw me off and I was just gotten injured and come back bloody, but I was legit bleeding. So the crowd is laughing. I'm freaking out because I hate bleeding. So we go through the rest of the number uh, and, you know, they he bounces me around a couple more times. We finally end the number and I end up having to go and get my head. Like they had to shave a little square of my hair, which I was freaking out about because my hair was my thing. And uh, they had to stitch me up uh, there in, in Tahiti. Yeah, because you had kind of long hair, right? Then I, I yeah. recall. Okay. Yeah, and- I had, yeah, I had like that long curly hair. Yeah, and it takes a while to grow. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, so a year and more, Raya, and uh, year and a half. Year and a half. Okay, yeah, and then you, I think, at one point from bar, you switched to land sports, right? Exactly. So I did six months in bar, and then I went over to land sports and started doing land sports there, and that was my first real land sports gig. Okay, now, so the next village we meet up for the first time, but I'm just curious. I don't know if I've ever asked you. Did Barbara request Lindemann, or was she just sent there? Uh, you recall? That's a great question. I think she was just sent there. Okay. I believe she was sent there. Either she was sent there or maybe the chief of village requested her. I'm really not 100% sure. Okay. So my role as chief of sports, I, I wanted to meet all my sports guys. And since everyone, mostly everyone came by ferry, I guess by plane, if you're really lucky from Hamilton Island, but uh, you arrived by uh, by ferry. And I, met, and I literally remember, this was almost 23 years ago, people literally remember meeting you on the dock. Do you remember meeting me? Yeah, I remember meeting you. Uh, you were, okay. I know you were there. You were waiting for me. You said, I'm the chief. I'm your chief of sports. And I was like, hey, how's it going? And, you know, I was just completely a zombie because oh, you know, yeah. I'd gone from <laughs> yeah. Boston to L.A., L.A. to, uh, I think, Sydney, Sydney up to Hamilton Island. And then from Hamilton Island, you get on the ferry. It was just such a such a long, such a long voyage that I was just uh, a zombie by the time I got off that boat. Yeah. And, and I think you mentioned that you had. Lot. What happened to your running shoes? So my Landsport guy arrives. What, ha- what happened to your running shoes? What, I don't even remember. That's true. Okay. Something did happen to my running yes. shoes. 
Yeah, I, I don't know if yeah, you lost them or or the airline the bag. Yeah. So since I had been there a few days before you, I took you to someone that could help you. You know, the one and only, the great Josh Payne. So Josh, <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> we really want you on the show. Okay. So yeah, yeah I take you to Josh Payne, who is you know the greatest guy ever, and then we meet Johnny Cutaway and. And I think it was actually Johnny Cutaway that gave me shoes because yeah. I don't think there's no way I could have fit into Josh's. Yeah, shoes. Josh. Yeah, I think he he was a size 12 and a half or 13 like me. But yeah, so yeah, Johnny Cutaway. That's right. Yeah, I think you guys were about the same height. Yeah. So, well, no, Johnny's definitely taller than me, but I oh, think Johnny is? gave me okay. his. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm tiny, brother. But I think okay. Johnny gave me a pair of his shoes and even those were too big. But I think I was wearing Vans for like the first like week of my uh, my Landsport okay. studies <laughs> in Australia or some sketchers or something, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, okay. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, we have, we can't talk about Lindemann without talking about the late great uh, Jeebus, who, for me, yeah. even though it was a short guy, was kind of larger than life because you know I'm still talking about him 22 yeah. years later. And uh, you kind of, you kind of were neighbors, right? Because uh, Barbara had that nice place, kind of overlooking the uh, Coral Sea, right? And and his place yeah. was right there, opposite the trapeze. Right. So yeah, the so the chiefs of service had basically had kind of apartments in this in this village, which is cool. So we had a kitchen, dining room, living room, bedroom, bathroom. And uh yeah, Jeebus lived up the way and he had like a full like condo. I mean, I feel like he had might have had more than one bedroom in that place, but it was it was pretty big the place that Jeebus was staying. Now, like whenever, he was basically next door to us. Yes. Now, whenever you, I, I can't, I can't remember the origin of this. Whenever you would leave your, your uh, place, okay, uh, the circus, since they were high up on the boards, would I think it was maybe Jez Bennett would whistle, and then you would say "Shah." Can you, can you, can you just recreate it? Was that it? Was that the order? Yeah, I, I don't even, I don't know who started it. Was I just it know that was Shah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. that was it. It was just, it was just the whistle. It was like a. And then whoever was around would just scream "cha." Okay. And I don't know what it came Cha. from. Okay, but okay. That was like. And I was hoping like, you you would remember. Okay, Casper, I don't, if you're I don't, listening, I, please I, tell me what what how this started. Okay. I don't know how it started, but like, but it wasn't even just. It was when I came out of my apartment. Anytime yes. I would. Anytime I would pass. I know, but it was cool. Yeah. It's kind of like Norm when Norm would go down the bar. Cheers! They go Norm. Hey, you know. So I'm just curious how. <laughs> Yeah, but it, was, but it was the whole it was the whole circus team would scream like it was yes. like, I'd whistle and then the, the whole team would be like cha. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hopefully Casper is listening to this. You'll you'll write in the comments, okay? <laughs> or jazz. I'd like to know where out. that came from too. So <laughs> yeah. I don't have a clue. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, yeah. So we spend a year there, and uh, we do have to talk about. Okay, at one point, I can't remember if it was at the six-month mark, uh, this big singles group comes to Lindemann Island, and they want to do a singles mingles booze cruise, okay, and uh, Jeebus takes me aside, and I, I didn't really want to go on it, you know, but he goes, you're going, and you only have one job, and I said, what's that? He goes, your job is to control Joker, and I said, <laughs> fire fire me, okay, because I'd already known you, and I know there's no controlling you, you just got to let him do his thing, but... Joker, singles mingle, booze cruise. It had the recipe for a complete disaster. There's no way I can control anything, okay, uh, let alone you. So I asked him to fire me. He wouldn't. So he sends me, okay, with a couple of sports team geos and you. And uh, it starts off pretty okay. Uh, and then at one point, I forget, maybe it was a 10-minute mark. It starts to go <laughs> a little sideways. So what, what's your recollection uh, of this? Because I, well, I, fa- I failed in my, my attempt to control you. So. No, I don't think you failed. So, I mean, the, the reason why he wanted to send me is because I, I kind of handled the picnics, uh, the weekly picnics. And because I had the experience doing that, I think he thought that 
it would be a good idea to. Yes. And I was kind enough to stay out of your way. Whenever you did the picnics, I, uh, I, I windsurfed over, said hi, and I left because I didn't, yeah. didn't want to know yeah. what you were up to when, <laughs> when I left you, and that was fine with you, me. <laughs> you make it sound so nefarious. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. There was no laws broken. No, no, don't get me wrong. There's no laws broken. Everyone was, was fine. I mean, I think maybe at one point someone lost a top or a bar. I, I don't know. I don't need to know. You know, I mean, uh, every law was respected in Australia. Nobody complained. I'm just saying that I knew enough, you know, to know um, I, I did my little cute passage by windsurf. I'm going to leave now, you know, and, uh, yeah, and then, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. It was all good. Right. Nothing happened. Nothing yeah, wrong. Happened. No, no, no. I mean, not, not that I recall. I, mean, we, I, we I never, I never got a complaint about you from the picnic or any of the games. So no, 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 no. The, the picnics were always fine. The picnics were a good time. I think is what but the geos, know, I, because once the GMs left, I think the geos stuck around to clean up. And I think that's maybe what I'm talking about. <laughs> Oh yeah, well yeah, geez, okay. that was a whole other thing. Because on the yeah. backside, of that, okay, we can go into that later. So um, yeah, yeah, let's stick with the booze cruise. Yeah, so, so I yeah, uh, no, so on the on the booze cruise, we um, yeah, I mean, we loaded up uh, just coolers of of this. Well, do you remember what the beer was? It was some oh local yeah, beer. It, well, it was VB. It was my favorite. Was it VB? Uh, yeah, it was VB. Yeah, in the in the brown cans. Oh, brown can was it? Wasn't that then the the ca- something castle then or for triple X? I don't know, but it was oh. like, it was the one they gave us. It was it was a, it wasn't it wasn't oh. like a top brand beer. I didn't it was have like my a local. Oh, I didn't have my house. favorite BB. Oh no, Casper's no, gonna no, no. Casper's gonna kill us. We can't remember this beer. Okay, I hope you know that. Yeah, okay. but it was it wasn't it wasn't it definitely wasn't the best. But it was the one that came from the kitchen. It was the one that they had just stacks of that they would give us, and the kitchen guys were really were really cool about uh, hooking us up. So they gave us a bunch of this beer and wine for days and just sent us on our way on this uh, like little charter cruise boat. There was a live band and everybody that was there. I mean, I mean, it started early. I think everyone was there was like their main deal was to just get shammered. And so, I mean, <laughs> cats were just drinking beer from, from, you know, from jump. So as soon as that, the, I don't even know if the, boat was off the dock before people were cracking well and, and we had a live band on the boat too right like at the front yeah. of the boat there's a live band okay and uh um, yeah there's a live band inside and, and, a, and a good band as well yes and oh. even when we hit rough seas kind of like the titanic they kept playing they kept playing regardless true. of the waves and uh like i'll just tell you one my quick little memory a guy you know when i when i knew i lost controls uh, you know keeping wine on you and a, a, a gm actually came up to me with a, with a two liter bottle of coke he said hey can i shake this up and explode it on the ceiling and i went no and then he ran and did it anyway and i said what did you ask me for then you know and then <laughs> that's all i remember uh, you must remember passing the australian navy poor guys um yeah that, we that are, were yeah, mo- we- that were moored yeah, I, I think they were. I don't know if it was the Navy or like their Coast Guard or whatever. But no, no, yeah, it, was an, it was the Navy. They were on definitely the Navy. Yeah, and they were stringing out their their laundry, and then we happened to pass yeah, by. Yeah, so and, we we rode by, and so that was just like a moon fest and a yes. flash fest. So like tops <laughs> yeah. were off, and yeah. people were jiggling whatever they had to jiggle at them, and so these <laughs> these guys looked just horrified and could not believe what was going on as we like. <laughs> cruise by at like a very yeah. slow speed it was, it was perfect here's the military here's a civilian boat you know there's the striking difference right there yeah, <laughs> yeah that was yeah that was the deal so uh there was that i remember there was uh there was some geo that ended up naked i can't even remember who it was well yeah we don't was, yeah we won't say the name anyway you know uh, i don't honestly i'm not sure who it was i just know there was a there was definitely one of the i think it was a sports geo that ended up with nothing yeah more. yeah I, I, yeah, I remember it was uh yeah, yeah, I think it was an, uh, one uh, of my you, sailing guys, right? 
Okay, yeah. And okay. So he was doing the dangle dance at some point on the boat <laughs> okay. with nothing on. Okay. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So an experience. And well, I, I remember you at one point screaming "Tops off, tops off!" And then that's when I knew. Was that I, me? Was that, yeah, was that me? Oh yeah, yeah, it was you. Yeah, the clear, <laughs> clear memory, and no one, no one disagreed with you at all. And I just. I just stood, stood by the back and tried to shrink into the hedges like that Homer Simpson meme, you know, like maybe if they don't see me because yeah, it was, and I didn't know, I think we still had an hour left in the cruise. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But uh, of course, when we got back, uh, Jeebus heard nothing but glowing reviews and uh, I, you know, I didn't get fired, even though I'd asked to be fired because I didn't want to have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Control you in any way. <laughs> Yeah, well, thankfully, it all went. It all went more or less as uh, as planned. No injuries on yeah. that one either. So. No, no, no. Everyone <laughs> had a great time, and I think probably as a result, some of those singles are now married today. I'm guessing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we can hope. Okay. Do you have any other fond <laughs> memories of uh, Lindemann? Uh, like, G- like you have a do you have a good Jeebus story? Like, I know because I know you guys uh, partied a lot too. You know, but um, I mean, we had a great Christmas and New Year's I there. Just remember- I remember Jeebus, like we would get shots and Jeebus would, would like, would fully throw him over his shoulder. Like, yeah, like, yeah. He, he was a shot dumper. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, Josh got mad, I think, one night because Josh was paying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there was that time we, uh, we, we foolishly agreed to challenge the, um, the women's, uh, France's women's beach volleyball team. You know, I think we should uh, mention that. Uh, and Jeebus said if we, if we lost, we we couldn't use the, our our bar tickets that we get uh, for free every month, right? We had to pay, and of course, we we got shammered, as you might say. Yeah, so we got, we got uh, demolished. Yeah, the wind. The, no, guys, we're not making an excuse. The wind picked up something awful, but they played like wind wasn't the factor at all. So kudos to them. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I, the wind wasn't a factor for them. It was just a factor for yes. us. Yes, well, it was, but they played like what wind? You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, but that yeah. was fun. That was that's a great memory. Yeah, we got some uh, cool videos about that. I'll put in Joker show notes uh, the link to watch us. If you want to watch us get demolished by uh, an Olympic, uh, because we we arrived at the greatest time in Australia, right? Right before the Olympics, sort of the Sydney 2000 Olympics. So they didn't want to train at in Sydney. So they uh, I was tasked with, build, you have to build a beach volleyball court. The French women's team's coming. All right. How easy? <laughs> Not easy. But uh, but yeah, we couldn't have arrived, I think, at a better time for in Australia. Yeah. And um, yeah, and of course, when Jeebus has probably had the best geo parties I've ever seen in my life, I tried to emulate him after that because it was he would never just throw a party. There was something to do before the party, right? There was always an activity. Like yeah, it was an event. Yeah, it was. And had you ever seen a chief do that before? No, nothing like nothing on the scale that Jeebus did. He, I mean, he his things were really well thought out. He could have been uh, like some kind of event coordinator because his parties yeah. were crazy. I mean, yeah. It was, and I think our yeah, our last our, our last party, and I think you were you were on crutches. Like we had to, I spent my last day in Lindemann cleaning cleaning the maintenance area because that's where he <laughs> he wanted a party. And I spent yeah my last day in Australia cleaning, and uh, he brought in the crane. And I remember he left some geo up up in the crane because he wanted someone to be dancing in the crane or the genie, whatever. Well, I, I uh, Joker, I could talk you know for hours about about Lindemann, but we have to keep this interview going. So from Lindemann. Um, I go to Kushadazi in Turkey and you go to Focha in Turkey, summer 2001 with your CDV Benoit Cousin, right? Yes. Yeah. So Benoit Cousin was my uh, chief of sports in Tahiti and super entertaining guy, really engaging. Just, just a, just a, just a sweet guy. 
fantastic on stage, but I think that's, I mean, that's probably kind of uh, everyone that's, that that's been club med long enough becomes pretty good on stage but uh, Benoit was Benoit was special and so I was land sports for him in in Turkey and so we were uh, Barbara and I were still together and yeah I went to to Foca in Turkey and it was just funny that you were in the same country well, with all Well yeah and that's that's a thing I spent a year with you in Lindeman it's like well, okay that guy you love and had so much fun is gone I'm like no so I approached the chief of village in, in my resort Laurent Cournoyer and I say hey we're, we have a good volleyball team I'm sure they do let's set up a you know a, vo- a volleyball match between the two villages and he bought it we took cabs over and I got to see you. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Focha. And it was great. Uh, and I, I, who won that game? Uh, well, we, we did, but I, I, I played horribly, but I, cause I couldn't even show off to you how, how better I got at volleyball, but uh, we won. But I think you, uh, but later on that season, you and Barbara came to return the visit and, and you, you came to visit me. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah. I remember cause we were partying and that's where I met Tarzan for the first time. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tarzan. <laughs> yeah. So, was it, wait, yeah. was it? No, didn't you? Uh, was he? No, wasn't he in Focha with you? No, was I, Tarzan I, wasn't. Oh no, I only oh, met Tar. I no, I only I only met Tarzan in, in Columbus before Australia. So um, I never worked with him since. I mean, he did. No, I think. Okay, I think no, he we, was in Khmer, and he was was he yes. there at the same time. Well, at the end of the at the end of Turkey, I think we when we closed our villages, we had to go to Khmer. Yeah, and he was in Khmer. That's right. Um, and then from that season, we went to Club Med World in Paris, right? Because they, all the villages that closed in the summer were having a big party. So yeah, yeah. So when our when our village closed, Kushadazi, uh, who who who's there? But you know, Tarzan, you know, still barefoot and doing the power walk. Okay. Yeah. And then water aerobics is just a big massage machine, really. No one's really working out. But uh, okay. So I think that's where yeah. No, no. Unfortunately, okay. no. He wasn't one of my sports geos in my village in Kushadazi. That would have been fun, but. <laughs> Got it. So, no, but that was, yeah. So yeah, you gave me a tour of the place to show me where you were working out. You had made like a, a Oh no, that was the land sports gym. did. Oh my God. You remember that? He put uh, tomato cans full of cement and then stuck a bar in and then waited, waited till yeah. that settled. And <laughs> and that was your, that was your, your one, one size fits all. Yeah. 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 Your warm up was a, was a killer, right? Cause it was like 150 pound warm up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to do what you got to do, right? Stay in shape. Oh, that was inventive. Yeah, it was definitely inventive. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Now from uh, from Turkey, you go to Paradise Island, where I think this is one of your favorite seasons because it's uh, here where I guess you spent a year. So you had Kevin Batt and Angie Boucher. So the first part, is this where you <laughs> meet the four, the four horsemen? This is this is where the horsemen, this is where the horsemen came. Who, are the, who uh, are the horsemen? So the horsemen are Renato Paiva. Who is a Brazilian at the time was a Brazilian squash geo that turned to a Brazilian or t- turned to a tennis geo. PD Elliter, who is a, a dude from Montreal. Luca Della Pace, who was originally from Vancouver, soccer player who was land sports. Peter, sorry, was tennis as well. Uh, Luca was land sports, and I was land sports with Luca as well. Whoa. So we were the we were the uh, the go to guys. We were doing all the shows, did all the mic. Everything, all the passages, anything that was going on in the village, there is one, if not all of us involved in. Okay. And uh, did you like Paradise? Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. We had, a, I mean, we had a great time. There was, a, you know, there's a lot to do in and out of the club. 
Well, yeah, that's where that's where I I, I again I, I missed you. I'm doing interim chief of village in, in Ria Bintan, and I so I have the phone to my uh, to use, and I call you, and every time I call, the reception goes, "Oh no, Joker, he's in NASA. He, he's at a movie, or no, he's going to get some fast food." <laughs> so I could never get you. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, yeah. I mean, because yeah, there was just so much to do, like on in NASA. So, you know, we had basically carte blanche to go to one of the nightclubs that were there. There was a guy, and I can't—I think his name was Kurt—and he just kind of knew. He had like the hookup. He knew everyone in NASA. He would take Geos out uh, on his. He had like a—it was kind of like a motorboat. I don't know what kind of motorboat. I don't think it was really a ski boat, but he had a motorboat that he'd take Geos Geos out on. He was always at the nightclubs. He was always at the at out at the club med. He just had access, so we would we would hang out with him. Uh, we'd go over to Atlantis. I was going to say you yeah. you you went by scoot- <laughs> scooter like you you bit, you had a bit of a scooter gang right so yeah wanna... we had we all had razor scooters and I don't know how that started but okay. I think like one of us had it and we just found it was so convenient that, that all sounds of us like had a it. sounds like a Joker thing you know how that started I, uh, I yeah see that. But, yeah it could completely completely be that and of course at some point they had to make a they had to make a rule that there was no razor scootering through the bar area because we would just <laughs> we would be everywhere. Um, no drink, was, no drinking and, and scootering, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, because that did that didn't end up well for me either. Well, speaking of, okay, since we can segue, what a perfect segue because you had a bit of a scooter wipeout at the uh, was it at the Atlantis Resort next door? Yeah, Renato and I had gone to the Atlantis to go to. There was a restaurant in the casino area, and I wish I could remember the name of the the, the restaurant. But you remember the name um, of the burger, burger, right? The burger, yeah, it was the jackpot burger. The jackpot burger was amazing. So it, that was just worth the trip. So, you know, after X amount of drinks that you have at the nightclub, there's nothing to eat Club Med after a certain hour. So we would just scooter over to uh, the Atlantis and go to their restaurant. We were scootering over there, obviously, with a couple of drinks under our belts. And they watered the grounds at the Atlantis in the evening. So they were doing that. And it must have been, I don't know, 11, 12 o'clock at night. And there was like a wet, you know, maybe a puddle or a wet spot or whatever. And somehow my scooter went out from under me. And it went out in such a way that the scooter went one way and I went into the, the pillar of the Atlantis. And my legs slammed against the pillar. And it was kind of like my my quad that hit it. So Ronaldo thought it was hilarious. So he was just, he was, I think he had just tears. He was laughing so hard because it, it probably didn't look funny because I, I probably looked like I got shot off my, off my scooter, <laughs> but I was legitimately in pain. So I thought that I had like, you know, just given myself a, a major Charlie horse. So I'm kind of like limping. I'm like, oh man. And I'm, you know, pretty well inebriated as well. So I'm like, oh man, I really, I really hurt myself. And Ronaldo's like, come on, man. We got to go get some food. Let's go. So we we would you know close our our razors down and make them small. You know you can kind of make them compact and then hide them in a bush. And we're walking into uh, the Atlantis. Yeah, excuse me. I said it was very slick. Yes, yeah, so you could. So you, yeah, so yeah, you, didn't, yeah. you didn't put him in a backpack like in uh, like in Zoolander. You didn't have one of those. No, little... no, oh, okay. No, no, we just, okay, no, we, kinda, no we, we tucked him away in a bush or something like that. So. <laughs> okay. So for some, for whatever reason, I was wearing scrubs uh, that evening, and you know how that Hosp- goes. hospital never, sc- you, hospital scrubs exactly hospital. Okay, scrubs. so I was we're walking through the Atlantis, going to the rest, walking to this restaurant, and I looked down and I noticed that uh, there's there's literally blood coming through my my scrubs. So I had literally split my leg open, my quad open when I hit this this pillar in the Atlantis. So I'm limping, and I'm like, you know, Renato. 
I think I'm really hurt, man. I was like, look, I'm bleeding. And, and, and so he kind of looks down at my leg and he's like, he's like, dude, stop limping. You're going to bring attention to it. <laughs> like, well, did any of the Atlantis employees think you were uh, like you were a doctor and you just came from open heart surgery since you were wearing I scrubs? I, no, I don't think so. I don't think anyone was really which, paying attention Which would to be me. kind of kind of odd if you, you did that and if you were a doctor and did that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know what anyone thought, but I just know I was bleeding. So we went to we went to the restaurant. I ate injured and we left and I had to get it checked out by the nurse the following day who said I should have come directly to her. Which nurse? <laughs> I, I honestly I don't remember who that was either. Oh, okay. I have, oh, yeah. I have the worst I had the worst memories for, for okay. that kind of stuff. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there are there any other paradise island stories you want to mention before we move on to uh Punta where I met you briefly? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think the other one of the other ones is that we we were we spent so much time in these nightclubs. You know, we would go there. You know, dress, sometimes dressed from the shows. So one night we, the, the the horseman went over there, and there was another guy named Will Attenlow that was a golf instructor from originally from Texas, that was with us, and there was kind of like a loft area with a bar at this bar we used to go to. I think it was Bahama Boom. I think the name of that. Oh, it sounds uh, familiar. Yeah, I I, I want to say that's the name of it, but I'm not 100. percent so we're upstairs and we're all kind of dressed like we were from the show. And uh, Renato has this like Jamiroquai kind of hat on and like everyone's kind of got a little bit of like a little bit of flair going. And so we're standing at the bar, you know, kind of spread out a little bit. And I'm there ordering a drink and Will's like he's like around the corner of another bar and a girl kind of like, you know, asked him, he's like, you know, are you guys? are you guys, uh, you know, part of a group or something like that? What are you guys, you guys are here at a bachelor party? And Will looks at her with a straight face and he was like, oh, he's like, you know, we're all, uh, and he tells, and this, he tells me this story afterwards. He says, you know, we're all with him or we're, we're part of his entourage. And he points over at me. And she was like, oh, she's like, who's that? And so Will looks like her, looks at her like she's like got no brain at all. Like, how could you not know who that is with a straight face and says, that's DJ such and such. And like is like ah, and like shakes his head at her like how could you not know to do you know who DJ such and such is which is absolutely nobody but he's pointing at me like I'm supposed to be famous, and they're like we're all we're all he's we're all here with DJ such and such, and so apparently after that the woman that girl is telling her friends I think she was in on a cruise that DJ such and such was there and he's here with his entourage, <laughs> and so that kind of like that kind of went around and so other people had heard that DJ such and such was here and they were asking do you know who DJ such and such and Will is and Will's like yeah it's Joker. <laughs> so he started a rumor in a nightclub that we were famous. Okay. <laughs> well, you kind of were, right? You're club med famous. Yeah, uh, club med famous. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So from Paradise, you go to Punta Cana. I hear you're there. I go now. I guess without getting into too much detail, I I arrived there, and after seeing a bit of Clement over the years, you're. You guys are playing this game I never heard of, okay, called Buffalo. Now, who do you know? Well, maybe you can't mention the name, but I don't know who started Buffalo, but had you heard of this game before or only when you I, got there? I, I, I'm honestly, I don't know if it was, I don't know who started it. It may have been Levi that started it when he got there. I'm really not 100%. But you, you like me, you had never heard of this uh, drinking no, game before. No, okay. I don't think, not before, not before then. I don't think we were doing that in the Bahamas. I think that was okay. strictly a Punta Cana thing. So the gist is, if you're right-handed, then you you can't have a glass in your in your right hand. You have to drink with your non-dominant hand, right? Yes, at all times, and and or you can have alcohol in both hands. But if you have 
alcohol only in your dominant hand. You have to finish whatever you have in your yeah, hand. Yeah, somebody spots you because the whole village was playing this game and says buffalo, and then you have to skull. Can borrow an Australian term, uh, skull, whatever is in the glass. <laughs> okay. Exactly. So, so yeah, I just remember spending those few weeks, you know, before I got my uh, ankle broken, just paranoid. Okay. And some, some people were good at it because if you, you know, most people wear their, if they're right-handed, wear their watch on their left hand, they'd ask you what time it is. So you'd switch your glass hand and look at your, turn your, turn your wrist and they go Buffalo. So they would yeah. be sneaky, right? About <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. it was, yeah, it was. It was. It was a dangerous game. Yeah, it was just you're you're terrified the whole time, right? Because you there's eyes always on you, right? So yeah. <laughs> so thank God. And, yeah. And the only people that couldn't call Buffalo are people that were. I, I, you know, we may have been playing in the in the Bahamas. I'm, I'm not 100 uh, percent sure, but I'm well, not sure. Well, the well, the I think where the nurses were off limits, right, or something, or. Well, there's yeah, there was a couple things. Yeah, nurses were off limits, and then the bartenders. Uh, because they were, you know, they're pouring drinks. Yeah. They they couldn't call Buffalo on anyone, and you couldn't call Buffalo on the bartenders unless yep. they were not serving. So exactly. that, those are those are those are the only real rules. Okay. Yeah. All right. So other than than this game, do you have any stories out of out of Punta Cana? Oh man, the stories out of Punta Cana. Uh, is this, is yeah. this where you meet Christy? Christy Toth. Yeah. Is this where? That's where you met uh, Christy. Yeah, Billy, an amazing uh, trapeze artist. Yeah. Uh, so Christy was there. Levi came to be a, I think maybe like a two week or maybe it was a month long soccer camp that uh, the club was running, and he was uh, sent in to run that. And he was maybe nineteen or maybe twenty. I want to say nineteen. He was young. So it was his first time leaving San Diego. He's full San Diego surfer type kid, and was just you know he just could not believe what was going on around him. So he was, but it, great, just great energy, super sweet kid. Um, and so after his, the, the soccer camp was over, I asked if we could keep him on his land sports. We ended up getting him a contract. So that was cool. So that's where uh, Levi was. Uh, I'm trying to think there was, there was a stack of people there and that's where uh, I met uh, Dominique. Oh, okay. So Dominique, your, yes, your significant other. Yes. Uh, you have two kids with. Yes. And yeah, you recently, uh, well, I, I, I really like to include that photo um, in your show notes because you recently posted a photo. You guys were at some black tie event and like your son is now taller than you and Dom looks slamming. I mean, so this is amazing. Like that's a, I got, I think you have like over 200 likes on this photo because. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think Dom, Dom posted. I haven't, actually, I haven't even seen it. Yeah. That was, oh yeah. That no, was, no. It's for my brother's wedding. Yeah. Oh, is that okay? Yeah. So you've gotten a massive amount of likes on that photo because everyone, uh, you know, looks so amazing in it. Uh, so yeah. So, so this is where you met uh, Dominique from Montreal, right? Yes. So Dominique is originally from Montreal. She was the nurse at the the club, and she was also one of the main dancers. She was in all the shows. Great, um, awesome dancer. Yes, because I recall yeah. from Cancun, like you couldn't take your eyes off her when you know when she was dancing. Amazing. So dancer. she was she was the main dancer. We got uh, we got paired up in in one of the shows, one of the big shows, and um, and yeah. So we just kind of. Uh, you now, started hanging out there. Now, question: Did you meet her because, like, your most of your stories involve you getting injured? So, is it because you're always getting injured that you were at the nurses? Yeah, I had I had kind of rolled off my bed and slammed my face on my on my nightstand. Yeah, so I showed up at the at the infirmary with like a fat lip, like you could you wouldn't believe, and she just had no qualms about just laughing in my face about. <laughs> about how ridiculous I looked and how it happened. And, and that was, was it, right? Like, 
Well, I was just like, aren't you supposed to have sympathy and compassion for your your patients? And she Hippocratic was like, oath. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She was just like, not in a case like this. And I was like, all right. I was like, I get it. So, but she was uh, super charming, really cute. Um, and uh, so she, I don't even, I don't even know if there was much she could do for it besides, besides giggle at me. But then there were these uh, little stuffed animals that were in the, the boutique of these fish and these fish had massive lips. So she bought me one and gave it to me as a joke. And so I was like, all right, she's kind of awesome. And then, yeah. So then I, I get to have a pleasure of meeting her in Cancun uh, because I don't know if you knew, I didn't know at the time that Hendel, Hendel Duplessis, Great Chief yeah. Village was assembling a uh, quite the dream team. In Cancun. So, uh, you know, we had Red and Freddie, you know, Ross Friedman at Tennant. I mean, just all these names that if you haven't met, you heard about, right? And yeah, it was a squad. It was, it was, yeah, it was a killer squad in Cancun. Yeah, it, it was nuts, right? I mean, uh, was, is that one of your better, like, or one of your memorable seasons? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That, I mean, it was just, we just had, we had, we had just such a, an amazing team. There was just the, like the oldest of old school geos at the time that were there. Oh well, uh, yeah, because guys, Hen- Hendel, yeah, Hendel ha- would have guys come in like Jenner and Scotty De Palma and just you know help us yeah. out. And yeah, we had Red and Freddie, and then uh, Pirate was there. We had yeah, I mean just the name Simon Says, Chrissy Toth, yeah, uh, Evan Evan Eichler was there. Seventh, um, seventh Evan, yes. Yeah, James uh, Martin uh, was there. Yeah. yeah. MC Nutnuck. Yes. Yeah, man. It was, it was, I'm telling you, man, it was, it, that team was just yeah, outrageous. And, and, and big, big was there, but he was, he was leaving. He already done. He already did his six months. So I got to hang out with big, big at sailing, you know, uh, for, for right. a bit. So <laughs> yeah. Kendall, Kendall was there as well. I mean, man, it's just the, the did, fire right? starter. Yes. Yeah. Tato, Tato was there with, I mean, it was just, there, there was just so yeah. many people. I mean, yeah. I mean, just the, the, the best, the best just, squad. Jesse Rachel went from one of the actually probably the only second person I know goes from sailing to choreographer. Okay. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. like boom. And then uh, after Jesse, we had Patchy. So we had two good choreographers in a row Yeah, that I couldn't avoid to get out of shows for some reason. Cause I think they're on to me, but anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, what a great, uh, great year we had there, man. Um, and yeah. I recall the first, uh, so we arrive in 2004 and the, so December, 2004, Hendel throws a, a banger of a Christmas party, at his place. I don't know. I'm, I'm milling about, I get there before you. And for some reason <laughs> I, uh, I come out of the uh, the hot tub of ice and and you're there naked. So I don't know. Maybe you can take us back to how uh, you had just arrived oh. in Rarity Sans clothes. So how, how did? Well, was I, there, I wasn't I wasn't naked naked. Well, I just, well, okay. To 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 be fair and in your defense, there was a Chippendales night before the Christmas exactly. party. Exactly. So yeah. Okay. So that's what happened. There was we. It was a Chippendales night. I don't know what happened to the the majority of my clothes. But I went from I came from straight from the Chippendales night to the to the Christmas party in a towel, I think. And yeah, yes. someone I'm pretty sure someone took my towel. Well, it was more and, like a, a a washcloth, a face cloth. It wasn't a it wasn't a big towel. It's one of those ones you had to hold, I think, you know, on the Oh really? <laughs> on okay, the sides, so yes. Did, and then of yeah. course some someone uh, yeah, removed yeah, your so, towel. Yeah, someone took it. And, and you're not so you're not the I, type of guy to cover up, like I think, because there's no shame in the human body. And you're like, you know, no, no, I was, I was, no, this I was, was before I was uh, digital, well, before iPhones, anyway. So thank God. So 2004. Yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was there. So there's not a whole lot of video evidence, but they did catch a picture of me because I, yes. I did go to the 
I did get a catch. I did get to go to the kitchen to find something to cover up with, and I found a soup pot. Yes, you took one of Hendel's uh, soup pots, and yeah. uh, someone made and a comment: uh, "You're making pea soup." I, I don't know, but uh, anyway. Um. Yeah, so that was that was kind of I was just strolling around the party with that over my <laughs> genitals for an extended period of time. Someone has a picture of that. It is a great photo, though. Hopefully, we can <laughs> we can share that if you're okay with that. Um, As, unless, it's fine. You know, I'm pretty sure it's on my Facebook somewhere. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Oh, good memories. Yes. And then um, what was your favorite club in Cancun? Mine was Coco Bongo. So were you a daddy-o's guy? Uh, what, yeah, I think I was more of a daddy-o's guy. I like daddy-o's. Okay. I like the, I like the little reggae bar outside of daddy-o's too. That's kind of where I would, I'd, I'd prefer to, to hang out, you know, during the day. You could have some cocktails and just listen to chill music. The DJ there made me a couple mixed CDs, which is amazing. I, I like that place. Yeah. And uh, after our year there, I think that's probably yeah, of all the seasons, that's the best like uh, like leaving a village I've ever had because the party lasted the entire day because um, you and I were both leaving you, me, Nathan, Dom. I think we we're leaving all on the same day. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I started off at water ski, but then um, unfortunately or fortunately, my room was right across from yours. So uh, I think at 10 o'clock when I got back, you said it's on. Okay, It was only 10. Yeah. Norm- normally I hear it's on later in the evening, like at nine. Yeah. And I hadn't packed and that we just went to have the, one of the most awesome days <laughs> you could have in club ed. For two, yeah, so that, leaving. Was, that was, that was an epic day. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, day. Which also culminated in a, another Chippendales and we were, me, you and Simon were supposed to go to, um, where was it? Where we we would do the Chippendale? Well, oh, we would God. do um, the bar. What was yeah, that bar that we you would drag me to where we would do hot body contests? Yes. So uh, which that's one? the one that's the one that's on the other side, the other like it's it's not close to the other ones. It's on no. the far side. Of. And yeah, we were all supposed to go, but you had a, another accident during <laughs> during yeah. uh, your, your Chippendales okay. number, which yeah. which, which happens because those those podiums had, had wood on them. So, uh, yeah, I think I kind of fell on my face during that. <laughs> okay. Yes. During, so. But you were doing the Bobby Brown rock with your baby push up so that, that that would happen. Yeah. You weren't standing. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I don't remember what the name of that club was either. The one okay. That was there, but, the, but yeah, but so you we would, yeah, you would do, it. you would do backflips and G strings in this, in this place. Right. I'm like, Jesus, what the hell am I supposed to do? I'm going up after him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was, <laughs> Joker flying yeah. through there. Oh, okay. I guess I'll just take off my shirt and keep my jeans on then. Okay. <laughs> you know, okay. we just, we, you know, you got to work with what you got. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That was, that was the thing. Yeah. yeah. It was more for the experience. Okay. Indeed. Yeah. It was good. Good times good times and then but yeah so that was a that was the that was uh yeah but we were basically boozing the entire day and then had the uh, Chippendales well, we, night yeah we were no yeah. we were pa- we were pacing it out you know we weren't uh we weren't we're, we weren't nutty we we're just having fun um, yeah yeah for sure yeah. and uh yeah and then you do you and i both do one last season you go to extapa okay in, yeah. in 2005 and um that was just for six months i guess right yeah just the summer okay and then I guess like me and you, we both knew when it was we had done our we had done our thing and it was and it was time to go. And uh, this is so this is the funny part is because I think you started going out with Dom, who's French Canadian, you know, and I'm from Montreal. That I meet you on the dock in Australia almost 23 years ago, and now I we live maybe a five minute drive or less from each other. Correct. Right. Correct. How wild correct. is that? What a small world, right? Indeed. Indeed. Okay. Now, 
Let's just talk about crazy signs. You've went on record, stated your three favorite crazy signs are, and I'm going to give you a chance to uh, to rebuke. Tom McKay, Tequila <laughs> Boom Boom, and I think we're alone now by Tiffany. Do you stand by these, sir? I think I, I, I those are, those are my, that's my final answer. Okay. <laughs> final answer. Okay. Do you, would you like to phone a friend? Okay. <laughs> no, no, thank <laughs> okay. you. Okay. Now we, we have mentioned a lot of names like the four horsemen and, you know, some people from Lindemann, but uh, is there anyone else you work with at other seasons that you'd like to give a shout out to? Oh gosh. Shout there's, out? Yeah. There's probably I mean, tons. Man. Again, I, if yeah. I miss anybody, if I miss anybody, I'd like to apologize beforehand. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's, I'm trying to think starting from, way back let's see well you know 97 way back oh 97 well no 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 you can start you you can start where you want i just i have your list in front of me so yeah no but i'm thinking i'm thinking like yeah you know there's 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 zorro and you know lp i gotta give shout out to those guys those guys are kind of like you know my like kind of role models guys that had been in the club already for a while that were just great at their jobs mac glod uh incredible circus geo uh they were back in the in waltuco with me then we go to, you know, the horsemen, obviously, PD, Luca, Renato. Uh, then we had, you know, like Pablo, who was an amazing um, uh, entertainer, just super, super talented. Who was your boy that came to visit us in Lindemann? I think you met him at. Uh, oh, uh, Scotty Beck. Yeah. So Scotty no, Beck. No, also, met... also Scotty, but I'm thinking of the Italian guy who lives in Toronto now. Oh, um, Vito. Yeah, yes, Vito. Vito. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. So, yeah, Vittorio DeLuzio, he's, he's like. Uh, he's a brother as well. He lives in Toronto now. He's uh, originally from France, southern France, yeah. half Italian, half French. Yes. And I met him in Tahiti. Uh, yes. He came to Tahiti and took over my position at bar there and did a long stint in Club Med as well. And yeah. he's actually uh, married now and living in Toronto. Okay. Yeah. And you mentioned yeah. Scott Beck. I'd done Columbus with Scott Beck. So it was such a surprise to see him show up in Lindemann and that we both knew him. You know, and, yeah, and, and Scotty Beck was amazing. He was a scuba instructor that I met in uh, Tahiti, and he was, you know, there weren't a whole lot of Americans working in Tahiti. There was myself, there was Scott Beck, there was Bama that was doing uh, water skiing in Tahiti for a little while, which was also kind of surreal. And then uh, let's see, we had the, like I said, we had Pablo that was that was there with us. We had Kendall. He's he's a brother as well, originally from Saint Lucia. We met in the Bahamas first, and then. We worked uh, in Cancun as well together. Levi, Evan, just amazing guys. Tiger, I was on the circus team in in, yes. uh, in Cancun along with uh, Simon Says. Uh, we just had we just had so many amazing people. You got you know legends like Red and Freddie. Just just, yeah, uh, just, J- I mean, uh, just JK. We had JK. Uh, JK yeah, JK was there. yeah, JK was yeah. He was uh, amazing working with us. I mean, we just had. We just had a really, really group of talented people that were uh, that we got to work with all over the place. Really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. So, anyone left out, I'd like to apologize, but you know, you know, I, I love you all. James Martin, obviously, he's he's I, I love that guy. He's he's a he's a brother as well. But yeah, just uh, oh, and how about Bobby D? Bobby <laughs> D. Right. Yes, Bobby Cancun. D. Yeah, you can't leave out Bobby D, man. He's, no, uh, he uh, yeah. never broke character, even for us. <laughs> like, yeah, he Bob, was it's just he us. Was... It's just us on the road. You don't have to do this. You need like, yeah, nope. <laughs> yeah, true professional. Bobby yeah. D is a true professional. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. And now so, you yeah. said, well, yeah, Xen. Like, there's so many. It's hard to name everyone I know. So don't don't send him angry emails, guys. He does love you all. You know, reach out to him <laughs> after when this episode airs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
And you've gone on record as saying the three things you miss the most are, I'm going to give you a chance to retract if you want, warm weather, yeah. access to sports and exposure yeah. to new culture. I, yeah, I do agree with you on all, all three of those, especially the access to sports, because, you know, you could pick up anything and go, right? You didn't have to, if you were a windsurfer or sailor, you know, you know it's just there, right? I mean, you could... Yeah. volleyball game is going on you could walk here walk there and definitely yeah the warm weather because both of you are idiots we live in montreal now right and um yeah so we're doing we're recording this in the in the heart of uh winter <laughs> yeah and Indeed. Uh, yeah so yeah so especially around winter i think you and i miss uh miss clement the most right probably yeah yeah, but, yeah the, the the warm weather is definitely is is definitely something that i missed but you know I'm, I'm I am happy to be here in Canada. This is a great place to live. Wouldn't change it. Would it would uh would you change anything about like your experience? Like are you glad you did Club Med? I mean, uh, before we had to oh, all, all grow up and be responsible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean there's you do I it mean, over no oh for sure. There's uh there was no better school for me. I think, you know, the things that I learned and experienced in Club Med, I couldn't have gotten anywhere else. You know, I got a wonderful family, beautiful wife, two kids. Well, Joker, this has been uh so awesome for you to come back the first guest that uh, has been invited back and i'm glad we got to do it properly this time but uh, before i let you go because you've been really kind with your time is there anything else uh, we haven't talked about i know we could go on for days and hours and people tell us to shut up but uh, is there anything else you wanted to mention or i forgot to ask you no man i think uh, i think we covered it i think we got uh, we got we got my whole experience in there this time that's right and then some okay yeah <laughs> and then absolutely. some some stuff we can't talk about so sorry people okay <laughs> <laughs> And stuff people don't want to hear about anyways. Yeah, exactly. It's all boring. <laughs> all boring stuff. Well, man, uh, thank you so much again uh, for, for coming on. Oh, yeah. thanks for having me again, my brother. It's great to talk to you. I'll make sure you send me that pea soup photo, okay? So uh, I'm sure people want to see it now once we, now that we talked I'm about sure it. I'm sure it's on, it, it's on Facebook. It's in there somewhere. Okay. <laughs> well, everyone, that was the one and only, the famous James Joker Cradle from Boston, now living in my hometown, Montreal, Quebec. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Bye. Say bye, Joker. Bye-bye, guys.